been blind. Oh, no, you're going to hate me. Why? None of that was recorded. What a conversation we just had. Yeah, it was really great. You're just going to have to use your imagination as to what Ugh. it was. Great. Though, though I will play this one more time. I'm sucking my own dick. <laughs> <laughs> when did you find that? Ah, that was several years ago. I don't even know how I came across it. But it became a thing that I started playing for everyone at work. Yeah. And I did would, everyone understand it or I were there would, was there a lot of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also because it says I'm sucking my own dick and dying, maybe some people were offended, I don't know. Yeah. I worked for a company. It was a little crude. I, had, I worked for a company that had no HR. It was a company of 30 people and the HR was uh the owner's wife and she was busy raising three kids. Ugh. <laughs> she didn't care about that stuff. <laughs> What was that? What? Wait, what no. happened again? He played this thing. I'm sucking my own dick I don't understand how those are made. Okay, so we should explain what that is. Well, that's a vine right. of a uh, Nintendo Wii singing game. Tomodachi so, Life? Can you just make them sing whatever you want? Like, what's, what is this game? Let me look that up. Tomodachi. Tomodachi. Tomo Dachi. Tomo. 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 Tomo Dachi Life will suck your dick. Tomo Dachi Life is a life simulation video game developed by Nintendo. Published by blah, 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 blah. Direct sequel to the Japan exclusive Tomodachi Collection. I don't care about this. Is Tomodachi and Tomodachi Tamagotchi? There's Tamagotchi and Tomodachi. It's a good question. You should use uh, that Google Translate and see if you... You mean this porn machine? You can see gameplay. The game begins with the player naming their island and creating or importing a personal me. Okay. The building holds up to 100 me's. So I guess part of this game, whatever it is, here's, here's a married couple in a house and they're wearing some kind of cosplay uniforms and they're playing with their baby. So yeah, it was a life simulator, but part of it was... I guess you could be a singer and you would go on stage and you would write music and record your voice. Hmm. <gasps> Tomodachi means friend and Tamagotchi means egg. egg. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so close together in sound? I guess, I mean, it's just like pin and pen. Those are very different, but sound really close. Yeah, an adult, an adult. <laughs> Nobody. Who says adult? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this pre-show's over. I have a fruit tibir, and I wanted to explain that it's because it's Saturday night and not a Sunday afternoon. You're really worried about that. Someone would think. I don't even know if people know when we usually record. Oh, that's a good point. All right, cut this out. It's meaningless. No, but I like the idea that... Pre-show's over. If, if people did know when we recorded uh, yeah. a Sunday afternoon, it's very important to you that they know you're not having a beer during the afternoon. You're right. Why? Because I have problems. Yes. That I'm learning about. <laughs> yeah, explain. And that was an example of it coming to the surface. Explain one of these problems. I have a problem with how I am perceived, I guess. Uh, you know, I 
it's not even that I have a problem with it. It's that I think and maybe sometimes do have the ability or yeah, I, I have the ability to control other people's view of me. I don't use that in a, an evil way, you know, and like really manipulate people. I just do it in like a slight way to make sure that people can think I'm cool or like so what you're a saying certain type of person, I guess. Is you use your irresistible charm on people. <laughs> yes. And that disarms them. And then you can control their perception of you. No. Uh, well. You're controlling uh, their experience. Because let's say you took someone out to eat dinner. Okay. And you picked a restaurant. And they hated the restaurant. And then you felt really bad that they hated the restaurant and it was really bothering you. Then you would just turn on the charm and you would use a silly little voice and you would disarm them. I'm not, I, I don't mean to be dismissive by saying silly little voice or derogatory. I'm just saying you would use a voice so you've charmed them already with your great personality and your beauty. <laughs> Yeah. And then you use a voice and then you forgot. So the point is you get to the point where you're controlling their experience and they've completely forgotten that you've taken them to an awful restaurant like Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, maybe I would. Yeah. But I mean, that could be seen as like, man, she just makes the best out of something. That's true. I, I, I'm controlling how people see me by telling them it's a different time of day. For some reason, I felt the need to explain when we're do when we're recording the show. So that people will know that I'm not drinking in the middle of a day on a Sunday when who cares? One and two, uh, no one knows what time we record anyway. But what I'm saying is that that was one of those things bubbling up where it's like I want to in little ways that build up into big things control how people see me. Yeah, but that's a pretty normal thing, I would think. All right. Well, then I guess I'm normal. Well, most people are putting on a show. But I, because I'm aware of this now, I'm seeing it everywhere. Constantly. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm tr well, not ever, not constantly, but I'm I'm seeing it a lot. What and is so, what is the real autumn? Nobody even knows, I guess. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not using it in such a crazy way because I'm not crazy. Maybe if I was crazy, well, that's what crazy people say is that they're not crazy. So I don't know. <laughs> that whole progression right there was insane. <laughs> I'm trying to explain that I don't do it to an extreme where I'm definitely living some weird double life or using it to really manipulate people. I'm just using it slightly. And those <laughs> slightlys build up into something else and I don't like it. And so I'm fixing that. Got it. I'm sucking <laughs> Fuck you. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. Are you sure that's your name, Autumn? I don't even know anymore. Maybe you've been lying all these years. Yep, it's really Adam. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> See, I just I just changed a little bit. <laughs> Not a lot. And then you can tell people, it's always been in front of your eyes. You were just blind. I've always said it's Adam. You're just blind. I'm sucking my own dick. And dying. I'm sucking my own dick <laughs> and dying. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. 
My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Autumn, I've got a topic this week that you probably know nothing about. All right. What is it? Bears? Damn. Now, <laughs> now I wish it was bears. Why hadn't I? <laughs> I really wish we were doing a whole show about bears. <laughs> Next week, my topic. Hey, Maybe I'll pick bears. You know what, Autumn? Koala bears? Not bears. <gasps> Marsupials? Panda bears? Not bears. Kangaroo? No. What's a mar- what's a panda bear? It's a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of orca. Surprisingly, it's a dolphin. Let me explain why I said that stupid answer. Because I was thinking of orcas kind of looking like pandas in their coloring. And orcas aren't actually whales. They're dolphins. They're dolphins. (laughs) What a weird roundabout answer. There was a reason that I said that. No, online dating is the topic for this episode. And I would like to say that I have never online dated. I know. That's why I don't think you have, you know, maybe you have questions and some insights from an outsider. Okay. But I am a guy who, uh, that's been like my dating life for quite a while. It, because it's all transitioned into online dating. It's Everyone. A, mostly. Well, the actual stats are, it's like 20% of relationships now started online dating. Like 17% of marriages. So it's not 40. I have a statistic of 40% of marriages. No, of couples meeting online. Well, maybe uh, what's what's your source in your year? Uh, (laughs) Quartz. If anything, if anything, I'd say that was probably a newer stat than 2019, February 2019. Yeah. So there you go. That's probably newer than the one I had from 2017. (laughs) I mean, it is new for 2019. Not probably. I know. Probably is just like pandas are dolphins i know these things like pandas are probably just dolphins <laughs> yes probably okay but for real what koalas, are pandas? koalas are kangaroos <laughs> what is, what is a panda I don't, for real i don't i don't know is it really not it's not a bear no what kind <laughs> of animal is a panda giant pandas we, save this, we have to save this gold for our bears episode they're they're in the same family as raccoons Oh, that's a good one. They're a raccoon. They're just an overgrown raccoon. <laughs> They're so dumb. That people they can't l- even fuck. That people, I know. <laughs> They're like zoo keep, People at the zoos are like, please fuck so that you won't die out. Yes, you're protected across the world. Nobody yeah. wants to kill you. Please increase your I just population. They're chomping on that bamboo like, no thanks. And people line up to see them. A zoo gets them and people shit their pants. Ping ping and jinxing. Yeah, what about the raccoons in the pen over the... Fuck them. Yeah, kill it. I hate... Get in our trash. I hate <laughs> raccoons and I hate anything that's related to a raccoon. Oh, but look, let's go to the zoo and see Ling Ling. <laughs> On loan, Ling Ling on loan. Ling Ling on loan. China could take back the pandas whenever they want. Did you know that? Whenever. No, they really can. They're like, yo. Yeah, they loan them. They loan the pandas. How do they fly? First class? In a crate. They get really shitty treatment. They don't care. What do you think? The thing's strapping in a lie flat seat and getting some gourmet meal? (laughs) Delta first class. Some David Bouillet first class meal. Oh, they're in like, um. The Emirates, yeah, they like got, super rich first class. Yeah, they go to the, the shower room. Oh, yeah. And they bathe. They're on Cardi B's private jet. No, they just throw the thing in a crate and it's in a cargo hold. 
All right, tell me more about and your they, online dating they strap experience. Strap it down. So you say 40% these days, which wouldn't uh, surprise me because the dynamics have changed. You can't just go approach people anymore. And think about being out somewhere at a bar. Mm-hmm. You lock eyes across the bar and you said to yourself, that's the one. You walk and then you up, hear them and you hear the background kiss me out on the bearded barley. Yeah, and you go up and you're like, hey, how you doing? And then immediately a drink in your face. And you're accused of being a stalker and a creep and how dare you. And rightly so, because men have set this up for themselves. They are stalkers and creeps. And that is infiltrated into online dating. Because before even online dating, using MySpace, I used MySpace to meet people. Did you? It, there was a, there was a window there, Autumn, where it was okay to write people in that capacity until that window was slammed shut by dudes probably sending dick pics and unsavory messages. It's like, oh, no longer are you allowed to do this kind of thing. So uh, what does that look like if you're not sending a dick pic or being unsavory? What's it look like when you're approaching someone on MySpace well, I mean, that in was, 2003? That was a very long time ago. You know my friend Kara? Yeah. I, I wrote her on MySpace. You just found her? Yeah, just wrote her on MySpace. How did you find her? Uh, you could search on MySpace. People in your area. Oh, okay. Uh, You're like, hey, this person looks like her face looks nice. And she said something on her profile that I referenced, and I was thoughtful in my, in my approach. I wish I could remember exactly what it was. And uh, that was that. that she was- says something in her profile about, like, ballpoint pens, fine point. No, no, like, I think yeah. it was something... <laughs> You know, around that uh, time. Like, you're a real fine point. Around that time, everyone was angsty. There was something about life being difficult, I'm sure. I said, I know what that's like. Let me tell you. Okay. In my wisdom of 22 years old, I know. Well, 2003 would have been 21. Um, Yeah, so it it was doable. And then at some point, and then at some point, dudes ruined it. Yeah, it was all just creepy after that. Yeah. Anyone messaging you is instantly creepy. And is that what it's become at bars? Like if you try and approach someone at a bar and you're trying to be thoughtful and interested in an actual relationship, it just comes off as creepy because I feel like maybe if that's true, then this could also be true where hookups happen at bars. If people aren't out at bars trying to meet somebody uh, for a long term thing. They're just, they're just having like a fun, sexy experience. Well, here, there's a approaching someone because you're looking for a relationship. You don't say that anyway. Even <laughs> if you're, hey, what are you doing? I'm looking for a long-term girlfriend, possibly a wife. I'd like to have a few kids and you know settle down in the suburbs. <laughs> right. I've already picked How out do a you place. Feel about something like that? <laughs> you know Montclair, New Jersey. I do. I've already got the house that I want. Would you like to join me? Yeah, that's not going to work. Wow, this guy's got it all together. When I when I say this, though, I'm sure there are still places people go to hook up. There are probably hookup bars and clubs, and there are venues for this kind of thing. I never hung out at those places anyway. It was never my scene. So I didn't know and didn't like just randomly approaching people because I always felt as though it was out of place. Yeah. And someone's out trying to enjoy the night having fun with their friends. They don't need some guy coming up. If a conversation happens naturally, yeah, somehow, great. If it's a it's, friend who introduces you to someone else, great. Those things can still happen, and they do happen quite a bit. Yeah, it's always weird. I was ne- Anytime I was approached at a bar, 
And even if they bought me a drink and they seem nice, I was like, <laughs> thanks for the drink, man. I just, it was too, it was too, like, smarmy. Yeah. They're putting their intentions right out. I yeah. want to get in your pants. Or I want to move to Montclair with you. Neither of which you want. <laughs> Neither of which at that very moment when you're trying to have a conversation with your friend about how tough your college exam was. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> oh, do my you God. Want... I didn't study at all. It was crazy. Yeah, I was up all night drinking. Oh, my God. And then I threw up this morning, but then I felt so much better. I was totally late to class. Hey, by the lady a drink. What are you drinking there? Buttery nipple? <laughs> Let's get a Washington apple shot. Slide it on down the bar. I don't give a shit what you want. Drink anything <laughs> and drink a lot of it. Cool, thanks. So, um, online dating for losers like me, which the stigma <laughs> attached at first was losers are involved yes. in this kind of thing. That's gone Definitely. too. Because it came from the beginnings of the internet when kids were meeting people across the country and saying they now had a girlfriend who lived in Montana that they'd never met. And then, like, they try and meet up and, like, they get their, you know, their brother's, you know, deadbeat roommate to drive them somewhere. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of that weirdness that was going on. And so I think that that was lumped into the early stages of online dating. Kel McGowan was a wonderful online girlfriend. I'll have you know, Autumn. Oh. She lived in Michigan. Uh-huh. We used to send each other highly pixelated pictures, not of anything scandalous just of ourselves but they, okay. had to be, they had to be such low res to go over dial up america online then <laughs> yeah your dad was pissed because you used all his minutes yeah it's it's it was one of those pictures where the the farther away from your face it was the more you could see the person because if you got close you just it's like oh, it's a bunch of pixels you can't figure this out they thought it was one of those um those like eye what are those what were those called those those uh 3d eye trick painting Mag magic eye Magic eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta cross your eyes. Whoa, there it is. There's Kel McGowan's face. No, you gotta relax your eyes. Relax them. Whoa, Kel McGowan. What a beautiful face you have. What high cheekbones. Are you Native American? And I... cheekbones are <laughs> out of this world. Is that a pickup line? That you, is, that, <laughs> is that something people throw out there? Is your name Visa? Because you're everywhere I want to be. Oh, are you from Jamaica? Because you... you're making me crazy. <laughs> you're from Tennessee because you're the only 10 I see. Nobody actually used those realistically. What, are, what is the one about your panties on the floor? Hmm. There's one something about like, I want to see your pants on my floor. <laughs> something. Yeah, I'm just getting straight to the point. You like are that? you from pants floor i'm direct do you ever have a an aol boyfriend or a, a prodigy dial-up boyfriend <laughs> no i never had a a weirdo long distance boyfriend i did dabble in some like creepy aol sexting type of cybering thing. cybering yeah 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 how old were you at this point oh god when was that happening was I like 13? Were you lying about your age? Oh, yeah. How old were you saying you were? Age, sex, location. It was just whatever chat room you were in. Um, uh, I never had like a pretend, like 
definite catfishing type of like backstory character that I created. It was just, you know. No, but I feel like you would change the age because sometimes some dude who's 37, my age yeah. now, is saying, I'm a 17-year-old living in Cali. Everyone was from Cali. Yeah. Cali. Hella. That's hella cool. Um, and then you no, said, oh, I, yeah, I'm 17 also. Great. Let's cyber. So someone was cybering me and I was kind of into it. And then they kind of freaked me out, which is always the way I work. I'm like interested in danger. And then once danger feels too dangerous, I like you run away. I run away. Yeah. You just so wanna... they said something extremely explicit that I don't think I was ready for someone to say to me. I like, like ah! I left it. You want to dip your toe in danger. What was this thing? I want to know. Uh, it was pretty gross. It was pretty crude. It was like balls slapping on your because <laughs> they were having sex with was there at least <laughs> cybering foreplay or was it immediately to the ball slapping no 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 there was stuff before that then that's like like i said i was kind of into it. i was like well this is interesting you know you're hormonal and like i said just interested in danger and so yeah once it got that explicit it scared me and i left yeah well i think ball slapping for anyone is a turnoff what, do you not understand what I'm saying? Like it was like, <laughs> I wasn't slapping. He wasn't saying I was slapping his balls. No, I know. Okay, sorry. I was making sure. I think I know. But I didn't think that. Okay. I had an idea. Now I'm embarrassed that I felt like I had to clarify. <laughs> Let's keep going. Nope. I'll let you All sit right. with this embarrassment for McGowan, a little bit. McGowan, Cal McGowan, tell me no. more about her. <laughs> nope. Let's sit with this in silence for just a few seconds. I want you to process your embarrassment. Feel it. Let it wash over you. Mm-hmm. And when this pops up later and you're taking a shower, scald yourself. Okay, thank you. And then that will relinquish you of all embarrassment on this subject for the rest of your life. It may come back one or two more times. But at that point, you just scald um, yourself some more. I don't know if that's very healthy. It is. Oh, it doesn't sound very healthy, but I guess I'll if do it. If it solves the problem, drinking... If it solves the problem, drug use, well, there's nothing wrong with it. You're right. You're getting past You it. make a great point. Um, so I guess in those chat rooms, that is an early form of online dating. But um, I don't think people were truly... I mean, I mean, I mean, it, there were probably some desperate... There were people, people, I'm sure, who met up. But when you're a teenager and you're just talking to people. Yeah. Yeah, that that's not happening. But it was the precursor to it. Mm-hmm. And I think... The stigma that was attached was anyone who has to meet someone online doesn't have the social skills to actually do it in real life, so they must be a loser. Because the way our society is set up, anyone who's not a social butterfly is a fucking loser. What's that? You can't just talk freely and openly without fear and nerves to someone, you fucking loser. (laughs) We value extroverts. That's the only way you're going to find someone compatible for you. That is the way it's presented. Put yourself out there. And because... Don't run away from love. And because online dating would have been an outlet and a a way to set up dates and find a partner for a lot of introverted people or people who were nervous, Mm -hmm. um, uh, they still didn't do it because they couldn't let the rest of the world know that they were a fucking loser. So. So when did that change? Because even... Okay, so friend of the podcast, Michelle of Hoff and Pepper, Hoff Sauce, HoffandPepper.com. 
she and her husband met online. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I never knew that. I'm going to text her right now. What a loser. (laughs) Unbelievable. No ability to get out there and actually meet someone. But when they first started uh, interacting and it was an online thing, when was, I mean, that was. How long was that? Nine years ago? When they first interacted. Well, I'm just trying to remember because even I feel like internet dating turned into less of uh, an embarrassing thing to participate in. Um, And even when they started talking, I was one, we were suspicious of him because he was online, even though Michelle was also online. But it was like, what's he doing on, you know, what's he doing putting himself on this thing? But then also just being online. And meeting someone through uh, a dating thing freaked me out. You know which one they were using? I'm sure it was. No, I don't know. But I don't think it was like a pay one. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're paying for it, you're a real loser. That still exists. If you're paying for it. Match? You're paying. Do you uh, pay for match? Uh, yes, you have to pay for match. I never. And you think people on that might be losers? No, I just, I mean, there's so many free options out there that the people who are Yeah, paying... but so many of the free ones inc- are just hookups. Well, so many of the free ones are... When you Which get... is the only no I took. When you get, uh, <laughs> when you get people paying, <laughs> yeah. then it does, there's an idea that that filters out a lot of the scum. Yeah, don't you think it does? You don't... Yes. Okay. It was just, so I they're was... not losers. I know. The I free was... ones, if I was really out there... You don't get on me on them. You don't get it. it was a joke. I was punting, you know, the idea that people who online date were losers. I was just punting it down to a different level. Like, but the people who pay are losers now. Forget oh, it. Oh, my bad. Forget it. Pandas are dolphins. Oh, God. Pandas are dolphins. <laughs> Anytime a joke falls flat, that's what we're going to say now. <laughs> pandas are dolphins. Oh, God. I'm so embarrassed that I didn't know pandas were dolphins. We could put that on T-shirts. Oh, one, yeah. one topic pandas or dolphins <laughs> you know how big that would be panda and then the equal sign dolphin if only the show were big enough but if it gets big enough that is a great idea one day pandas are dolphins um i don't I, the stigma i don't know when it existed i want to go back though so i used myspace in this point for a person who was relatively shy i know you knew me then and i would run around and make noises and just yell things and Mm-hmm. partaking capricious behavior breaking things for no reason but this isn't you know conducive to meeting people right and so uh you know my girlfriend before that i had met in college then i met someone at the radio station and then it's, well, what am i going to do here so that's uh, on myspace so Brittany, and you were 22 or 21 uh 2003 i was living at 1660 peachtree so i think that was 2003 2004 right. That would put me at 21 and 22. And, uh, yeah, remember, you know Brittany. You remember when I dated Brittany. Brittany mm-hmm. was uh, one of my girlfriends who worked at Q100. Her ex-boyfriend was a radio dude, and I was on 99X at this point. So that was this was 2005, and he was one of those radio guys who's kind of nerdy and listens to other radio stations and listens to what other people are doing, something I had no interest. I was like, I don't care. I don't want yeah. you to influence me. I don't do your thing. It stinks compared to my thing. But he wrote me on MySpace. Okay, listening to you. He was in San Diego. I really like your stuff. 
I go, okay, thanks. But then I just looked at his top friends and Brittany was in there and I saw she worked in radio also. And I just wrote her. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Wow. It was something probably more clever than, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe You're like, are you from Jamaica? <laughs> yes. It was exactly that. Hey, what was the underwear one? I wish we knew it. Now. I don't know. Hey, I'd like to see I your underwear see your, on my floor. <laughs> I want to see your underwear on my floor. She said, oh, wow, great. Come out to Seattle. She was living in Seattle at the time. So, you know, I used this and that became a relationship. We, wow. Just from. Wow. That's really OK. Just because that guy wrote me and then I just looked at his top friends. I had no interest in him. And I saw a picture of a girl that I thought was pretty. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, hey, what's Why going not? on? And we ended up chatting like she was working a night shift in Seattle, but like a midnight shift. So it would be 3 a.m in atlanta and i'd stay up and talk to her on aim wow and we talked a lot and then we set up a trip and i went to seattle and then she ended up moving to atlanta and, wow and she worked at q100 and see was, was she interested in moving to atlanta before no zero interest in moving to atlanta but wow she, and was, now she's married to someone who she met in georgia yeah and she's still so, there it all worked yeah. out yeah i did the typical guy thing don't move don't move for me <laughs> don't hey don't do that i don't want that kind of pressure right and she still moved and obviously it was for me even though she said it wasn't but she did get the job the midday shift at q100 and you know i wanted to move to new york and i didn't uh i, I told her that so that's the most i could do i told her and she moved and that was the end of it and i moved to new york and she said oh you really meant that and i said yes i did really mean that did she say those words to you uh, not something similar. Okay. Wow. But at the same time, I had met another woman who was the friend of my friend Kara's best friend. See all this, it all ties together. If I had, didn't have the internet, <laughs> I would have had no, no relationships. Yeah. So my friend Kara, her best friend's sister was in town and her friend's sister lived in New York. And I was like, oh, wow. So there was this little weird little crossover where I was okay. jet setting. Went to Seattle, hung out with Brittany. I went to New York, hung out with this Megan. Look at me on top of the world. Things are really going right for Greg mm -hmm. Russ. I'm going to have whatever I want. I'm going to have a lasting relationship. Oh, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly <clears throat> and completely alone. So you were always, you never got to experience any, like, obviously... I'm trying to think the first actual dating site, not my space though, that I ever got on. I don't, I don't know what it was. I'm just trying to gauge a year because I'm trying to think of where you were in your relationships. Oh, well, it would have been Wade for sure. But outside of my space. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been Wade. Yeah, you always had the guys fawning all over you. Oh, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't need the extra help. Tons of guys just, you know, swatting them away left and right. That, yeah. That's no. true. No, that's, never true. No. Okay, so let's say, though, that you weren't. No, I was weird. What do you mean? I'm weird. People don't like, yeah, you know, especially younger guys, you know. It takes a certain type of person who's attracted to a girl, a woman who is funny and like says dirty things and like 
likes to hang out with dudes. You know what I mean? Did you really, really like hanging out with dudes? Yes. That wasn't some weird overcompensation for something. No, honestly. Um, I remember going to a party at someone's house and it was like everyone was married off or had kids with them already, like young kids. <clears throat> and all the women were inside and just like, I, so I was like hanging out with the women. Oh, so bored. I was just like, I don't know what they were saying, but I just felt like I was dying. And then I went outside where the guys were all huddled around. It was like cold outside and they were huddled around a keg. I think it was actually for my friend's daughter's first birthday. <laughs> I think they had a keg. And um, uh, yeah, they were being gross. And you took to that. I'm so much more interested in that. That sounds awful to me. Because I, the women, no, I, I understand why that would sound awful, but the women all seem to just be talking about just like nothing. That's awful too. Yeah. I I'd much rather say gross things around someone and not be like, whoa, you're crazy. You know what I mean? Just, that's the worst. See, this, I'd rather be the other way. That is the worst. This is where we deviated a bit. This is where I looked at both of those conversations and say, hate you all. Right. I have nothing in common. Like, I'm going to set the house on fire. I don't know where I fit in this world, but it sure as hell isn't here. Okay. <laughs> Which then drives you back to the online dating because <laughs> you can pick and choose the people. You can at least have conversations. You have to trust that the person is telling you the truth. But if you were in a position to have actually tried it, do you think you ever would have? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, especially if I was, which I guess this is how everyone works, right? they probably feel like they don't need something like that. And then they're having trouble meeting people. But then it probably brings new problems when you get onto those sites. And then a lot of people are just trying to hook up. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. I guess if it's put out there that you're looking to hook up, the problem is a lot of people are just looking to hook up and they lie about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I hear horror stories from women. So as, as, I think online dating has changed being a guy on it. It is actually harder to talk to anyone because all women are so guarded because really the thing, the one I use most once I got into it was okay. Cupid, which is a more traditional dating site with a profile and there's more to go on Tinder, you know, came about and you're just swiping <laughs> based on looks alone. I guess there's a line for a bio uh, I'm not I'm not going to say I didn't get dates from Tinder, but I didn't really like it. Uh, mm. It also facilitated this culture of just collecting people. It's an ego boost. It's like, yeah. I matched, I matched. And with women, I guarantee if you got on there, you could swipe right on anyone and probably everyone's a damn match. Yeah, I I did it. I was like, as just to, as an experiment, I did it. And I was matched with crazy people. And have you seen those... Um, the the videos of men on tinder just like swipe, 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 swipe just like whatever doesn't matter what's coming up they're swiping swiping the the whatever whatever the way is the good way yeah is that right. right yeah there's swipe right 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 every single person so it's muddied the water who you don't really know who you're matched with anymore yeah they don't even care but this yeah. it becomes harder to match with women as a guy because the guys who do end up matching I, i've i've heard that conversation won't even start. The guy will write. Women won't. Woman won't. Won't respond. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they get angry and they write some of the nastiest things as if they're owed a response. Oh, and they really? curse out women. And yeah, 
Wow. Why? Because there's like an underlying anger that's really preventing them from having a relationship. There is. I don't. I don't because when I was using it, I liked the idea that I had uh, the possibility of meeting people outside of my immediate circle, and there were weirdos that you could come across. And by that, I mean interesting people, because there surely were weirdos that you don't want to hang out with. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't show their face. Oh, you should probably. I, I've gone out with two people who didn't show their face in pictures because I just thought I was I was interested in what they wrote, and yeah, I'm like, eh, maybe maybe for those are they're embarrassed still. I was like, oh no, my god, what did you see? There's usually a reason that the people aren't uh, what? showing their face. Like I mean, what? I mean, it's nothing so awful, but they're just ugly. <laughs> they were ugly. <laughs> some gnarly, okay. some gnarly teeth with one of them. Uh-huh. I ended up hanging out with her for a couple hours, uh-huh. and I had a good conversation. I mean, I let her blow me. It was fine. <laughs> Not with those teeth. <laughs> Too much of a risk. Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. And then we had a conversation for a couple of hours, and then we said goodbye, and she laid one on me. <gasps> the sloppiest, like, most open mouth, like, licked the outside of my mouth kiss. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. Okay, like, I'd like to hang out again. It's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> that was it. That was that. Did she contact you again, or I think she was she waiting for you to contact her? I no, she she probably did contact me. I probably ignored her, which is not the nice thing to do. As I've gotten older and done more online dating, I've made sure to tell people if I wasn't interested instead of just ghosting them. Yeah, it it is a shit. So thing. easy to ghost. It is. And again, if you've gone out once or twice, I don't think you owe it to the person to tell them. But it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just let them down. That's they don't they're not that invested in you. You went out twice. Right. Unless they're crazy and have already invented a whole life that they're going to have with you. Um, what was the other person? Do you remember what happened with the other person that didn't show their face? Yeah, we ended up uh getting in an argument over something. Like freedom of speech, something like that. Really? Yeah. She was, uh, this, uh, this was when safe zones were popping up all over the place where you okay. couldn't say things. And, you know, I, I thought it was ridiculous and we got in an argument over that. And she liked it. Yeah. She was all for those kind of things. Yeah. She was ugly. Yeah. She was also ugly. Ugh. And then she tried to get me. She's like, oh, it was like a Friday night. I had already set that one up though. It's like, I've got somewhere to be at seven. Let's meet at four 30. And if it went four 30, yeah, it was just, we just met and walked around and talked okay. and yeah, I set that one up in case. I was like, if it goes well, then I'll say, Oh, just kidding. The other thing didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to leave, but she's like, sure. You don't want to come over. I got some wine. I think like, we just argued for an hour. I was like, no, she liked it. I don't want to come over. She to likes you. the argument. And then there was, an, I did go out, I take this back, there was a third person I went out with whose face I didn't see, but I had taken some Benadryl by accident before <laughs> I went out. This is, okay. I, I'm highly sensitive to the active ingredient in Benadryl. And this mm-hmm. wasn't like a pill. This was some, I had a cough and someone, so here's some cough syrup and I took it and then I said, oh uh, crap, this is the active ingredient and I hallucinate. I, what is it? Is it the dextromethorphan? That sounds right. Because I can't take that either. Really? Yes. Yes. I tell I tell everyone, anybody asks, like, are you allergic to anything? I'm like, not really. Except I don't respond the... well to sulfa. 
um, antibiotics and dextromethorphan. I can't take like NyQuil. Oh yeah, that stuff fucks with me too. Yeah, so, so it I'm may like, be okay. A- my symptoms are gone, but I'm also like I'm not hallucinating, but I'm in some other spacey realm. <laughs> Active ingredient. Like my head's not connected to my body. Oh, I hear things that aren't there. Really? There's I'm having conversations with people that aren't there. I so I took this medication, oh and God. it started hitting me, and yeah. I was on my bed in my apartment, having conversation with someone in my head, and then I come to realize the conversation wasn't real, and I was in the courtyard somehow. I don't remember getting out there. Not that wow. it, not that it was a far walk, but I, I don't know how I got there. Yeah. And then as a kid, I remember I'd be lying in bed, I'd be hearing this music or these sounds that were somewhat musical that weren't it wasn't real and i didn't know what was going on it turns out my parents had given me benadryl yeah and so this was also happening and one of the big things that happened is i would lose my train of thought immediately i would be speaking for 10 seconds and just like that wow i would, just, I, I would not remember but for some reason I said, I still need to go on this date. If I try to cancel this, she's going to think that there's I, this is this sounds like the biggest excuse in the world. Right. So yeah, I it took, does sound like an excuse. I took this trek. And she met me at the bar. And the first thing I said to her was I, I had my <clears throat> head in my hands. And I looked over and I said, I'm sorry, I'm hallucinating. <laughs> And then she said, do you need to go home? I said, no, <laughs> no. And then I forgot what I was saying. This frog next to me won't let me leave. And then I, I forgot what I was saying. And I sat oh. there and then there was some skee ball in this bar. I was like, you want to huh. play some skee ball? We went and played skee ball. I had one beer. The bartender came back. Do you want another beer? I said, no. He's like, yeah, you don't need one. And wow. then, and then at that point I said, I'm sorry. I do need to go home. I apologize. And, uh, she did check in on me later, that was nice. which was a nice thing. But she was also ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Okay. Even, even hallucinating. Like, eh. Yeah, you're like, I know why you didn't show your face. <laughs> I know. I, I look. You got to be attracted to someone, right? Yes. Diphenhydramine. That's the active ingredient in Benadryl, and yeah. then the one you said is Nyquil, right? Which Mine I, is Nyquil, or a lot of other cold medicine. No, I can't is, take the cold medications either dextromethorphan and i assume it's dextromethorphan which is the the thing that bothers me but i mean maybe that would bother me too i just don't really take any cold medicine i don't either when i had a cold my head like floats above me i don't know it i'm not you feel detached yeah i feel i feel worse than my cold symptoms can you take day quill no i don't take anything i'm too afraid remember i had that cold last week and uh, I went to the bodega, and I was just going to get some Advil. Yeah. And uh, Eddie, the guy who works there, whose name's not really Eddie. He just calls himself <laughs> yeah. Eddie. Uh, he, he gave me some DayQuil. I didn't want it. I didn't take it because mm-hmm. I was scared of this, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, no way am I taking that shit. But he, it was nice. And he gave it to me, and I thought about taking it. So you didn't take it? No. That one has dextromethorphan also. It has phenylphedrine and acetaminophen. Oh, okay. So I, I still wouldn't take it if it was me. The cough suppressant, dextromethorphan, is what gets me. Yeah, I wouldn't. Or at least I think. So I've taken... Uh, all right, this is not on topic. This is fine. This is <laughs> okay. on topic because it ties into me 
going on an online date. Yeah. One of these. That's neat that it affects us the same way. Yeah. Or there's something weird about this cold medicine. We're bonded. Yep. Those kind of things, uh, that mean something, actually. Yeah? Yeah, people don't think it does, but they meet some people who are the same in similar ways, in such weird ways. Yeah. Yeah, the universe is speaking on them. I'm listening. It's telling us something. Don't you two abuse Benadryl together. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You got it. Stay away from that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like I I wish there were more. Do you have any questions on this? Because you don't have many experiences. Now, I know that you've written some interesting things to people um, based on what they... like. You kind of mentioned it before where if they have something... Uh, sort of subtle or interesting in their profile, then you'll message them referencing something like that. And that has either turned people off or uh, made people more interested in you. Yeah, it doesn't go That's so. It's like a feast or famine, right? It doesn't go so well. Here I pulled up some uh, OK Cupid messages from 2012. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this person wrote me first, actually, Alex. She's, mm-hmm. she's 29 now because she's still on this site, I guess. Uh, so 2012, when was that? This That was seven years ago, so she was 22. So her message says, Prob- probably entirely too young, but I thought I'd just take a chance and say hi. Won't at all be offended if you do not reply. What a nice rhyming message. <laughs> and then did I, she write that part, the rhyming part? Yeah, but I don't think oh, she that's... did that on purpose. But no, then, I'm, did she say what a nice rhyming message? No, no, that she oh, didn't, she that didn't would be say that. the best. I said that just now. Okay. And then I responded, maybe I'm entirely too old. I mean, when I'm dead, you'll still only be 74 or something. And if that's if I don't get hit by a bus or have a stroke. And then I think she had referenced horses in her profile because I said, I'm going to tell you a secret. Horses scare me. They have such big teeth. What if one <laughs> mistook my finger for a carrot? And then she wrote back, I'm going to tell you a secret. Don't put your finger in their mouth. When you give, I love her. When you give them something, hold your hand flat. That flat. way you don't lose a finger. <laughs> I love uh, Alex. I've been a bit, I've been bit trampled, bucked off. It's funny to me that guys are afraid of horses. There's absolutely no reason to be. And then she says, also can't tell if you were kind of being a jerk there or not. <laughs> oh. What sounded jerky about that? I don't know. Uh, I said, I said, the horses are so big. I'm scared of people who are taller than me, too. <laughs> and I said, okay. it wasn't my intention to be a jerk. I'm just sarcastic. What, what parts seem mean? I'm asking because I really don't know and like to notate it. And then she says, horses aren't anything to be afraid of. My horse is a complete asshole, but I love him so much. He bites and is skittish and horrible. But if you let him know that you're afraid, they read it and immediately will act on it. And then she said, I thought... You just might be being sarcastic, but then there was also the possibility you weren't, which is why I asked people aren't always the nicest. Oh, she's been hurt. And then I said, in quotes, my horse is a complete asshole, quoting her. I said, uh-huh. way, way to sell your horse to someone who's already frightened. <laughs> I'm not really as scared as I'm pretending to be, if at all. And I said, what is your horse's name? I'd name my horse Main Hooves. And then I said, you meet a lot of people who aren't so nice in your life. At some point, you'll learn to tell them to fuck off those exact wor- through those exact words or actions. Or and, sick your jerk horse on them. And then she said, main hooves? Why? 
My horse is Indy, after Indiana Jones. <gasps> Named by trainer daughter. He was born on their farm. His show name is indeed a weedo. I don't know. I think there's some typos. I don't know. They, they, <laughs> was also I'm a smoking weed. Ha ha. And then I never wrote back. <laughs> oh. That was the it. That was it. That was the end. I loved Alex. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I just didn't. Uh, Ugh. Here's here's the vulnerability that she showed you by asking, like, "Are you being a jerk? Are you making fun of me?" Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So that one's not even a good example, but sometimes I you see how I would approach it. It's playful, and people don't take to this. Yeah, a lot of them think it's weird. Yeah. So let's look at another one. This was miscellaneous. I loved miscellaneous. Her name was. Elaine. Miss Elaine. Yeah, her name was Elaine. We actually went on a date. Oh. And she wrote something in her profile. I don't... Something about liking science and baking. And then I said, you should open a, uh, you should open a shop that creates science cakes. Uh, along, along with the visible universe treats, a subset of the menu could feature quantum mechanic-sized cupcakes, each sold for $2.50 a piece. <laughs> So I'm thinking something like a particle size selling for two fifty. <laughs> I said, it'd work as evidenced by that baked by Melissa place. Look at this lack of imagination. You know, baked by Melissa. No, they, they sell like quarter sized cupcakes for two fifty. So that's what I was referencing. Oh, okay. And then I then I sent a picture of one of these baked by Melissa cupcakes. And I said, so boring. I've slipped into a coma. Anyway, back to your bakery, which I've named spontaneous symmetry baking. Just think of all the different varieties that could be available for purchase. Icy Comet, which would be served frozen. And Terrestrial Life-Bearing Planet, which would feature probiotics. And Brown Dwarf, which would be a top seller. And then she said, this is pretty spectacular. Thanks for this. Seriously. Terrestrial Life-Bearing Planet with probiotics? Brilliant. And then this, this thing went on and on. It was a nice exchange. And then we met yeah. up. And then we met up. There was nothing there. And then, I, th- I think that's what happens quite often is... You don't know if the chemistry is really there. It is important, and it can be online. Mm-hmm. And then you meet up, and it just doesn't What's click. that like? Do you call it out to each other? Like, yeah, this is not exactly like... Some people will. I mean, I think for the most part, you just hang out for the date. You're like, okay. we'll, we'll hang out for a couple hours, have a few drinks, unless something's really going wrong and there's a conversation happening. Sure, this is fine. Yeah. And uh, that's the end of it. But this, is, this was also... We did say we were going to go on another date, but this was January 5th, 2014. I was just about to go to Atlanta. Eric was starting the podcast in his basement, and I met yeah. Jessica like two weeks later. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was a little wrapped up. So maybe I could have gone out, but I, I, I don't feel like that would have happened with her, which was a shame because I really did like her. So neither of you responded back after the first date? I actually did reach out to her because I think – before I left, I was trying to go out one more time. I didn't hear from her. So okay, that was the end of that. I'm looking for one of these weird ones. Yeah, because I remember you reading some where they didn't respond. Yeah. Because they thought you were weird. Here's something. Uh, no, that person did respond. At some point, I guess uh, 2012 and 13 was a good year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, 13, that was also <laughs> right after my relationship with Molly. So I guess I gotten back on here, like immediately. Like back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what could possibly be driving you towards acceptance of selfies they're a microcosm of all that's wrong with us in this internet infused world please <laughs> this is me writing 
Please don't cross the line. The resistance needs you. Our numbers are dwindling. Now that the melodrama is over, I'm curious about an answer to that question. I like to pretend I'm open-minded. <laughs> I never got a response. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that seems real accusatory instantly. <laughs> Me? Yeah, that was that was a Yeah. Uh this person said they liked Greg Dooley. Do you know Greg Dooley? No. He's a musician. And okay. I just I just made up a lie. I said, I just saw Greg Dooley yell at an employee at the strand because she was <laughs> unable to direct him to a copy of his own book. As I was squeezing past a drop of his spit landed on my cheek. <laughs> no response. <laughs> I was, what if she had responded? I, I, I don't know. Would you continue with that farce? No. I don't need to. Look, people do set up lies. You know that people in online dating lying about their height constantly, lying about their weight. They lie about their age. You're setting it up from the get-go that if you actually meet up with someone and you get along, then you got to reveal that you lied. Well, the, the height, I guess, immediately I'm 6'2". Just kidding. I'm 5'7". Like, you know, but the age thing is a strange one. Yeah. I feel like most people lie just through, um, uh, like, the airbrush apps that you can use, you know, to, like, squeeze and pinch things to be smaller. And My cousin does that. Oh, really? Yes. She's our age. Uh-huh. And she's back out there. Uh-huh. Back in the game. And she's, you can tell. You look at these, like, this is, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, whose body is that? Just present <laughs> yourself as you are. Yeah. It's already hard enough because people are creating narratives about who they think you are. When you meet online and you're writing, even if you're giving them who you are, they have this idea. And it quite often doesn't match up. And you have to be able to be okay with that or just go in and learn not to have that. I think a lot of people, because online dating presents so many options, this is what it's evolved into. There's always someone else that you can easily just go to next. Right. And sorry, the siren, that's an ambulance. I don't know if you Thank can you. hear that. I just want you to know what the different sirens are all the time. But because you always have this other person in your back pocket, you go out. This person's not matching who I thought they would be. And so you just dismiss them and you don't even give them a chance. Right. And that seems to be the case. This happens uh, a lot. Yeah, because you really, at that point, you're just bait. Yes. And then if you go out, if, you, if you've if you baited them into a date, <laughs> right, then maybe you can impress them with who you are and your personality or or something that might match up together. Well, that was the big thing. I never wanted to present myself as anything other than I actually am. Yeah. And... As you see, the varying... Pick your worst picture. Varying results. So that when they meet you in person, they're surprised. Like, oh, you don't look as crazy as I thought. That's what I always thought. I look terrible in photos because I hate them. So I'm not... <laughs> I'm always posing in some strange manner. Yeah. Because I don't want to be in the photo. So if someone's already agreeing and they see me in real life, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you look like your photos. Huh. That's always a thing. You look like your photos and people are relieved. Yeah, because I think there's so many people lying. Yeah. If you're falling for the airbrush stuff, like you said, I know it's not airbrushed anymore. It's just like Photoshop. But there's filtered. an app called Airbrush that yeah. you can like pinch and things with it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, yeah. So go out and like, wow, you look like your photos. You actually look better than your photos. Like, yes. Already off to a good start here. <laughs> now I'm going to ruin this with my personality. <laughs> Get out of here.
I'm hallucinating. One of the big things, too, is people just constantly talk about themselves. And it may be mm. nerves. It may be them trying to sell themselves. I don't know. But it's not that difficult. You go out, you ask a person questions about themselves, and it goes a long way. Here's a little secret for you. Oh, okay. For ask a, questions? Yeah, ask questions. Write that down on them. All right. You'll be surprised how far you get. I always hate those interactions because someone asks me, not not dating things, but like meeting up with people and talking and they ask me a bunch of questions and then the conversation like fizzles out or maybe we separate in some way, you know, like at a gathering. And then I realize later that I didn't ask them anything and I always feel really guilty about that. Why don't you ask? Is it nerves? Are you just no, I'm just to- in the middle of answering questions and like it goes from one to the other. And then I, like I said, like just the nature of whatever is this gathering. And then you realize, like, I didn't ask that person anything. You do like to ham it up, too. Yeah, a little bit. You enjoy that attention, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you get on a roll. People start I'm an asking, only child. People start asking you questions. You get on that roll. And you'll keep going. You get very animated. Hands Not flailing. annoyingly. I'm not continuing to talk and someone's like, man, she's still saying something. <laughs> they walk away and you're still continuing to talk. So <laughs> I, I, since I, I have no recollection of actually going on dates with, I, I met Jill on a rooftop and we became boyfriend and girlfriend for quite a while. So mm. I still meet people in person and Jessica, but I, I was going to ask you. And you were you, about to go on a date with someone recently that you'd met? Jessica 2.0. <laughs> That was, uh, she looked like Jessica. That's why I called her that. She looked a lot like my ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just Jessica 2.0. I wonder if I can <laughs> find a picture of her. No one else will be able to see this, but we can maybe get a reaction out of you. Remember okay. what, you remember what Jessica looks like? Of course. Do I have a picture? Where can I find a picture of Jessica 2.0? <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> I just like that you keep calling her Jessica 2.0. Look at this. Look at okay. Jessica 2.0. Can you see this? Is this lined up properly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks a lot like Jessica, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Look at this. Look at this Jess- got- Jessica 2.0. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I was about to go out with someone who looked a lot like my ex. You're like, hey, let's try this newer model. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that shitty way where it's like, well, you got to trade her in because she's different. No, it's just, you know. I know what you mean. Try this different uh, make. I mean, outside of online dating, I don't know what your dating history. I know your dating history with people you got in relationships with. Were you going on a lot of dates with people? That like one, one off, two off dates. Yeah, I went on as an adult. I think I, I mean, there's got to be more, but one that I can remember was set up for me by that horrible roommate I had at the time. Yeah. Um, when I lived in. Uh, Vinings. I remember. Yeah. He was very sweet, but I knew at the beginning that I was like not interested in dating him. Um, but of course, like I just let the date keep on going and we hung out and he came up to the apartment. I didn't do it like nothing happened. And I realized what I was doing. It really seemed pretty leading. Were you to, let like, him up? Yeah. Yeah. But we we're just like chatting. That was it. He left. Bye. I mean, that, that should not be expected just because you go up that you're going to have sex. Yeah. I think that's where the real problem in that lies is that, well, she invited me up. 
What was yeah. I supposed to think? If you were just chatting, you should just be able to chat. Yeah. And obviously, I guess he didn't, he didn't put any moves on you. No. Mm-mm. The reason I ask is because when you're going out traditionally, there's not usually <gasps> someone else I'm waiting. I'm going to bring another one. Oh, my God. This one's so embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, drunk at Coyote Ugly <laughs> on the bar. You. Yep. You're up there. I'm up there. I've ha- uh, the, 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 the Coyote Ugly women have put a shot in my mouth and I spit it into another man's mouth at the bar. That's hot. He then asks me out and I go out with him and we go to this place. I get, uh, I'm underage, but I'm drinking wine. I get super drunk. How old was he? I, I don't know. If you had to guess. You know, he's probably like mid twenties. Is he hot? No. Okay. Something. I was so drunk. And we were making out at his house and I like touched his penis and I was like, ah, and it freaked me out because <laughs> I get scared. <laughs> when you, what do you do at that All point? All of these stories end with me freaking what out. What do you do at that point? You run away? No, I slept. I just passed out, I think. But, uh. He ain't sleep creepy, thank God. Well, I guess I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> what a situation. I know. I should. I, I was very inexperienced when it came to that kind of thing. You know, I was, like I said, I liked flirting with danger. You know? I'm just surprised you can get in a relationship with him. Because I think the point in asking you this, when you're just meeting people normally, there's not usually another person lined up. Is that a normal way to meet people? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's no different than yeah. <laughs> you're out spitting <laughs> spitting booze into someone's mouth. Can't, uh, can't say it's better that or worse. That one was a repressed memory. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really like, well, there's fun. no one else. Online dating, you've got a whole inbox of people. This one, there's no one else. I should just be this guy's girlfriend. <laughs> I'm glad that you yeah. didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, there was nothing in common. We were very different. I mean, I was at a whole different stage of my life. And I think he, you know, lived in a condo and, you Whoa, know, had cool. a job. Lived in a condo. Ooh, and had a real job, a J-O-B job. Um. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't go on a lot of dates. I was always just meeting someone and then I would go on a date with them because it was like we wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend. But you knew it was that. never like, I'm just going to date you and see. So you knew that quickly. I think so. Because a lot of the dates that I went on, it was like already, we were already into each other. You know, like there was a, there was time before where I was into the person and then we decided to date. I wish you had done online dating. I feel like you'd have good stories. Yeah, sorry. That's really I have stories for other things. And I, you do still have good stories, but for <laughs> the sake, I mean, this is a, a, a blind spot in my history. No, no, that's a, this is why. <clears throat> um, I thought that it was interesting. Cause I don't know too many people who haven't done it. Yeah. My yeah. my friend Marshall went to like his dying dad's hospital bed and met his now wife on Tinder while he was down there. Oh, I was like, wait, when did he meet his wife? <laughs> well, he was down there visiting. 
Oh, okay. His dying dad, and then he wow, got on Tinder. Wow, and he was Tindering there? Yeah, and they stayed long distance for a while. Now she lives here. Wow. Um, uh, I, I have uh, been on Grinder just to like look around <laughs> on it. Yeah, so if, I mean. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, I do really like the honesty that's on those gay hookup sites. Because sometimes they, they really are trying to like meet someone and just like meet and get along and maybe they'll date or something. But I like how upfront all of that is. They tell you whether they're masculine or not. They tell you if they're a top or a bottom or if they like switch. They tell you um, boundaries immediately. They tell you what they are looking for specifically, which can lead to a lot of discrimination against like a normal gay person just person because it's like oh you have to be a bear you have to be an otter you have to be a twink like you can just be like a dude who's gay and not fit into any of those categories but still it's nice to it's kind of refreshing to see the straight up honesty and i think with the sites like we're talking about like i guess like regular hetero less of a hookup whatever there's way more sort of um hiding behind things not being as honest yeah the transparency is nice just explaining that on grinder yeah. seems very nice look tell people what you want there's nothing wrong with that it's mm-hmm. exactly what i'm looking for you don't fit that you don't waste your time with them you're not wasting their time right and this whole thing is still a game it's just a game that is transferred over it was a game people played in real life that transferred over to online which is now easier to play the game and hide and lie. And I still do not understand it because unless you are just trying to hook up, it's sleazy and shitty behavior, but you could still get what you want out of it mm-hmm. if you're lying about who you are. But if you're really looking for someone to have a relationship with, it's, like, it's just uh, let me tell you that I'm 25 years old, but I'm really 36. I mean, the are person, people lying that much? I don't think it's that much. Okay. I don't. Because you really made a height discrepancy too. I was like, they, they can't be doing it. No, that I'm much just using they? that for you know exaggerated, okay. illustrative purposes. But there are women who surely put the panda is an orca. <laughs> yes. Is that what it was? Panda's, dolphin. <laughs> same thing. Because <laughs> an orca is a dolphin. I know, um, but it has to be dolphin. Yeah, it, it does need to be dolphin. Yeah. Um, no, there are women who put height restrictions immediately. If you're not six foot tall, don't even bother um, me. And I guess that's fair. It seems a little shallow. Mm. <laughs> but it's the same thing we were just talking about. If that's what they want, then okay. And I think there are guys who get angry about that because they take it personally. And right. then they'll write nasty things. Like, just let that person be. Let them go on and live their vapid life. And, and you continue and live your sad life. There's a lot of anonymity, even though... We are all out there and our pictures and histories are all out there. There still is a lot of anonymity because you're not looking the person in the eyes and telling them straight up what you're commenting on or what you're, what mean message you're sending them. Not at all. Yeah. And you, didn't, you don't get to see the person's reaction when you say something horrible. So it's a lot easier to just put it out there, which is really shitty. Yeah, and then you get ignored when you say something thoughtful and sweet. Right. Like that's creepy. <laughs> That is the way that it, it works these days. Yeah. I, I think people don't want that directness. It doesn't seem like. Sure, I could be weird for some people. I, I get that. But uh, I always just try to present myself for as I am. For who I am. 
And I feel like a lot of rejection came. Hey, Greg. Yes. You're just like my underwear. I can't last a day without you. Is that it? No. Is that the one? (laughs) No. Find that underwear one. End the show on that. (laughs) Okay. Funny pickup lines, underwear, and panties. (laughs) I want to find it. I want to know what it is. Someone wrote me, you look very sharp in your picture. I said, if you think that's sharp, you should see me in the one suit I own. (laughs) No no response. I'm in the mood to regret something. Let's go to my place. These are just on underwear. This is not what I'm saying. Pickup lines. Underwear jokes. Pickup lines. Underwear Autumn, you have 10 seconds to find it. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Greg. 3, um, 2. Did you grow up on a chicken farm? Because you sure know how to raise a cock. 1. I'm sucking my own dick Thank you, everybody, for joining us today on One Topic. Uh, you can find us everywhere podcasts are found. And uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, please give us a five-star review. We like to see those numbers go up. Even if you don't think we deserve it. Yep, I don't care. Just do it. And uh, do you work at Subway? Because you just gave me a foot long. <laughs> My dick. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local pepper so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. Maybe even, and I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses Five ingredients, what? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hop Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, 
I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15. Hold on, that's Yes, get a pen and paper. One topic 15. Good. That's O N E T O P I C 15. All squished together at checkout, you'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. 